0: Yeah, I said uh, I said fire a client. Hi, my name's Devin. Today I own several multi-million dollar companies. We started with $5,000 in a credit card. I don't know the easy way. I only know the hard way. Welcome everybody to the Whiteboard Entrepreneur podcast. I'm your host Devin Dickinson, where I give straightforward advice for the entrepreneur and all of us. And today I want to talk about when we want to fire a client. Yeah, I said uh, I said fire a client, and this is a uh, this is so hard for entrepreneurs, right? Because if you're an entrepreneur, you're very ambitious and, and you want to make everything work. And obviously, you know, a client means money, right? And and that's what we're that's what we're taught. And especially in those first few years, you will do anything and everything that you can to get a new client. And the thought of losing one, the thought of letting one go. It's terrifying, uh, much less firing a client. And again, I said firing a client. So I'm not talking about the client fires you. I'm talking about you look at someone who's paying you a check every month or every time you, you do a service and saying, I'm letting you go. We're no longer going to have a business relationship. Go find another vendor. And, uh, and, and this is, this is a foreign idea for so many of us, including myself. And let me, let let me kind of provide some context here. I was just talking to a good friend and we were talking about how, um, his wife owns this company and, and she's rocking and rolling and, and, and taking on new clients and growing and having this great energy. But it seems like every time they sit down to have coffee or have a nice dinner or date night. Mm And 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 the subject turns to business, all of this incredible energy and you know these eighty percent of her clients that she loves, we don't hear anything about. We don't, you know, they're not talking about it, um, they're not sharing about it. Um, she's not, you know, enjoying, you know, the accomplishments. But really what she's focused on is these, this 15, 20% of her clients that are just dragging her down and, and frankly, probably aren't profitable and you know make you wake up at 2 a.m. And I, I know if you're an entrepreneur right now, there's- there's there's clients that are popping into your heads there's there's names popping in your head and even as i'm even as i'm speaking this you know something's going off in the back of my head but but we do this because we're entrepreneurs and we don't want to let anything go we we want to make everything a victory and that's a great spirit but what happened to me i'm gonna share you a short a story with you that i had been an entrepreneur and was starting to have some good success and, uh, you know, started, you know, maybe get a little too big for my britches and a little too arrogant, you know, maybe started to bully some of my vendors. And I think we all do this at, at times. And and some, don't get me wrong, I think you need to have a very professional vendor relationship and you need to challenge your vendors. You need to always question pricing. But this particular vendor Um, you know, we'd had some back and forth and I I felt like, you know, I'm like, I got that vendor exactly where I want them. And now they're going to bend to my will and charge what I want and do what I want. And the next thing I know, I got this letter. I opened it up in the mail and it, (laughs) and they said, uh, as of, you know, the 31st of this month, we will no longer be, be providing XYZ services to your ABC company. And I was like, shocked. I'm like, wait. Are you firing me? Like I'm the customer, you're the vendor. You can't fire me. I fire you. And I was like at first I was like, hmm, you know, kind of all huffy and puffy. And then as the day went on, like I couldn't stop thinking about this and I'm like, "Oh crap, what am what am I going to do now?" <laughs> I really, this vendor does a really good job for me. I've got to now go get another vendor that's going to do as good of a job. I've got to train them up. I've got to get them to perform at the same level that this other vendor was. And I started realizing that, you know, I didn't treat them the way that I would want to be treated in business. It wasn't a professional business relationship. I had gone too far and I had pressed my vendor too far and they fired me. Like an incredible lesson, what a great lesson. Um, because anyways, uh, I, am <laughs> embarrassed to say, but I, I ended up going back, crawling back to the vendor, apologizing, getting them back. And from then on, we had a terrific relationship. Um, they, they continue to do a great job for me. I continued to, to demand excellence, but it was professional, right? And, and, and we had a very professional relationship and, but what a great lesson for me because I began thinking to myself and I, and I pulled my team together and I told them the story, humbly told them the story with egg on my face and, and said, listen, w- w- let's think about the customers that we have, right? And, and the first thing that happened is all of our, my customer service department literally just threw up all of these names on the board. Da, 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 and I was like, okay, well, let's really start dissecting these names because some of these customers are being a pain in the butt because they should because we're not doing as good of a job as a vendor as we should. And so, you know, if you, if you kind of open up the floodgates here, people want to like, like just only do easy business. And that's not what I'm suggesting here. I'm not suggesting to shy away from the difficult customers that are kind of hard to please because they're demanding and they expect excellence because they should. They absolutely should, and so you know, my my customer service department got a tongue lashing. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not firing the customers that are just a pain in the butt. We're firing the customers that we're doing a great job for. But they will not respect us. They do not pay us what, what we need to be paid. They ask too much. They demand too much. And we end up having a lose-win business relationship. I'm not talking about the customers that are a good customer, but just demanding that we do our job and we're underperforming on our job. Shame on us. We need, to get our, we need to get our act together. But I'm talking about those customers out there that literally are taking advantage of the relationship. Because if you have 20% of your customers that do that to you, Just think if all 100% of those customers did that to you, you would be out of business. And so as, as as an entrepreneur, you have to have the discernment on when you decide to approach that customer, clearly let them know that this business relationship is not fair, is not working professionally and either renegotiate reestablish the rules, reestablish the SOPs, you know, the, um, your service level agreement, SLA, whatever you need to do to reestablish it and, and right side it. And that should be where you start rather than just trying to fire them immediately. We need to try to reestablish that service relationship, SLA agreement, whatever you want to call it to get a professional and be a win for me and a win for them. It can't be a win for them and a lose for me or a lose for me and a win for them long term you are going to have points in your in your in your relationship where where you'll win and they'll win and you know like that but long term it's got to be a win-win it can never be a win-lose long term so what we did is we took that list we narrowed it down to you know probably more what it was like cuz originally they put like 35% of our customers up there but once we whittled that list down it got down to about 15% of those clients and once we started looking at those clients literally all 15 of those were bad bad deals for us it was a win for them, a lose for us. And it, nothing was changing. And so we went to all 15 of those and we explained it like very clearly. Here's what happened. Probably about half of those immediately overnight recognized that we were able to renegotiate SLAs. We were able to renegotiate pricing. We were able to renegotiate whatever needed to happen. So now we're down to, you know, maybe 8%, 9% or whatever, that we're still a pain in the butt. Well, that particular group of customers, we had the conversation with, or or they wouldn't allow us to have the conversation because they just kind of closed us off, wouldn't take our calls, wouldn't answer our emails, uh, just literally demanded, uh, continued demand, and so that particular. Uh, Group, we did the exact same thing that happened to us. We sent them a breakup letter. It was very professional. It basically said, "Hey, you know, after you know X amount of time that we've done business, you know, we've determined that this is not a mutually beneficial relationship. We wish you the best, but as of the thirty first, our relationship will terminate. We will make as easy a transition uh, as possible for the the next vendor, Um, and really, you know, good luck. And we've enjoyed our, our, you know, we respect our time and." We respectfully wish you the best. About half of those 9% contacted us. And again, at that point, they were like, whoa, 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 they did the same thing I did. They backpedaled. And now those particular folks are actually great clients, long-term clients, people we use as referrals. But that other, you know, now we're down to like that four or 5%, that four or 5% we kicked out and we had the courage to let them go. And you have to have courage too, because like you think, well, I can't afford to lose that revenue. Well, you can't afford that revenue because you're losing money so it's not a matter of can you afford to lose that revenue it's a for it's a matter of can you afford to have that revenue because that you know that five percent is costing you more than the and whether that's in in actual dollars or um, brain power or manpower or whatever that is they're costing you more than you're getting so if you kind of do the math that I did you're going to start off like I said 35 percent of the people are what they're going to want to kick out after you whittle it down you're going to find probably that it's less than 20 percent of your clients that are that big of a pain in the butt. Once you go through this exercise, think about it. Think if you could take out of your, out of a hundred clients, think of those 20 clients. If you could do that exercise with those 20 clients, what happens to those 20? All of a sudden, like I said, when I did the math on that, about 15% of those turned up into great clients and the 5% you got rid of. So now all of a sudden having a company where 80% of your clients are good, 20% of them you're kind of losing money or lo- you know it's a bad business decision to keep them. You literally have turned those 20% into 15% positive and you got rid of the 5%. What could that do for your company overnight? Listen, I like to give straightforward advice here. Um, I know it's not easy, and right now, you probably got all excited, and then once you thought about the courage of putting it up on your whiteboard and putting those 15% up there, or those 20% or whatever it is, you got a little bit scared, because that does represent real dollars. But listen, I'm going to tell you to have the courage to do it the hard way. It's the only way I knew know how to do it. I hope that helps you. Have a great day. I'm Devin, the Whiteboard Entrepreneur.